Amen. We got a word on this morning. Amen. If I be lifted up, we're going to move into our worship and giving. Got to shift y'all just a little bit. Amen. Thank God for that scripture affirmation this morning. Amen. If this is your first time, well, let's move into our worship and giving in really quick. You got me all thrown off, honey. Amen. 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 Let's put our giving options uh, uh, on the screen. At this time, we're going to move into our worship and giving. If you'd like to give by credit card, Sister Tanya is back there to receive your gift. You can give at www.newantioch.org. You can cash app dollar sign new a central or you can text 779 you want to put New Antioch Central at 77977. At the end of service, you'll be able to give. If, you, if, you, if they miss, you can give at the end of service by cash, check, debit again at the end of our service. If this is your first time with us today, please stand. Any first-time visitors? Amen. She's related to Dana some way. Amen. We see that. Amen. Amen. Welcome. 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 Hopefully you already received your visitor's packet. Okay, she has her visitor's packet. Oh, no, no. So somebody will bring you your visitor's packet. We got you. Stay right there. We got you. Amen. Just fill that card out on the inside of it. We'd like to make contact with you. We appreciate you being here today. And this is going to be life-changing for you on this day. Um, let me pray for our, our offering as our praise team comes back up. We are ready to give God what we owe him. Is that all right? Father God, we thank you for this offering on this morning. We thank you for the opportunity to give. God, we thank you. God, we haven't always had the opportunity to give, and we appreciate the opportunity. God, I pray that you would bless those that have, God, and that will give. God, bless the covenant of the tithe. God, bless those that are sowing a seed of offering. God, those that do not have, bless them that on, that on the next occasion they will have. God, I pray that you would bless this offering. God, you know the financial need of the house. God, I pray that you would bless your people and that your people would bless the house to increase, God, the ministry that we have here at New Antioch Central. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, let's give them praise. I wake up every morning this week. I woke up every morning this week singing that song. He's beautiful to me. I'm in love with him. Anybody else? We just came out of a month of worship, so we ought to be kind of, we've leveled up our worship so we can say, Jesus, you're beautiful to me. And we're entering into another uh, series. If you haven't heard, figured out the name is all about Jesus. So we're standing in reverence to the reading of the word of God, Philippians chapter 2, verses uh, 5 through 11, and we're going to be there for you on the screen. Let's read together. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. Wait a minute. Um, I think there are a couple of different versions of, of the NIV, and I'm, I'm kind of looking at my version and the version you have. I was going to go with it, but it don't say what I needed to say. It's the same thing, so I'm going to read. I don't know where this version is the King James or the NIV. So just y'all follow along. Go back to verse 5, and you all follow along, but I'm going to read it in, in, the, in the NIV. Which says, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in the very nature God. Let me say that. Who being in very nature God 
did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now I like having fun with this new game culture tags. Especially now that the young people tell me that hashtags are kind of out. You know hashtags and then plus everybody now they abbreviate everything to text. And so everything is a culture tag now. OMG, LOL, OMW, I use that one a lot. BTW, IDK, I don't even say I don't know anymore. I just say IDK. WT, oh no, not that one. So our topic, that's somebody else I know. I don't use that one. Uh, our topic this morning is I-T-N-O-J. I-T-N-O-J. Welcome to our communion celebration today. Our last one of the year. Welcome to our communion celebration. It is here that we remember and we celebrate the sacrificial death of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We break the bread to remember that his body was broken for us. We drink the fruit of the vine to remember that his blood was shed for us. And as often as we do this, we show forth his death until he comes back for us. He is coming. By the way, BTW, he is coming. Tell somebody he is coming. So in this first portion of scripture, Paul is telling the church that as we deal with each other, we should have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. He is God. And as he was down here in the flesh, he was still in his very nature, God. But he didn't flounce around here like he was God. He didn't change the weather because he was cold. He didn't walk around and say, it's cold today. Ah, feels like Hawaii. He didn't conjure up a bed because the ground he was sleeping on was hard. So he ain't sleeping on the ground with everybody else and just said, I'm God. I'm getting ready to conjure me up a bed. He, he didn't do that. He didn't speak houses into existence and rooms full of uh, furniture so he didn't have to work because he was a carpenter and, and he could have just spoke them into existence, but he made them with his hands. He, he, he didn't have to, he, he didn't cause that guy who was putting the thorns on his hands, he could have caused that guy to have cramps in both hands. But now don't get me wrong, he did do some godlike things, but he always did it for people not to just flaunt his godness. So the Bible says he did not consider equality with God as something to use to his own advantage. Some of us here, we are nowhere near even being a good human being, much less being God. And we can get arrogant. Can't nobody tell you nothing. If you were so smart, why you ain't rich? You know, it, you know, it, well, you can't nobody tell you nothing. You know everything. But Jesus wasn't like that. Jesus made himself nothing. By taking on the nature of a servant, the Bible says. It says he was made in human likeness. He was found in appearance as a man. And he humbled himself all the way down to becoming obedient to death. You see, death worked for him. Usually. He didn't have to obey death when it came for him on the cross. But he humbled himself to death. 
And the worst kind of death for somebody who's God especially, it was death on the cross where the cursed died, where the worst died. And he did it for us. He did it to pay the penalty for our sins. He did it to make us right with God. So we celebrate him as we take communion today. But this is not his only celebration. Because he humbled himself to save us on earth, God did something from heaven. The Bible says God exalted him to the highest place the highest place a human being can ever have because we're talking about the human Jesus you know the one born of a virgin the one that was birthed by the Holy Ghost he is still 100% a man and this man Jesus the second Adam because he's a man the son of the living God he was exalted by God to the highest place and was given a name that is above every name. So this month, we're going to lift up that name. We exalt that name. We extol that name. We celebrate that name. How excellent is that name in all the earth this month, all month long. We're going to end this year by leveling up Jesus. Level up Jesus. Since God has already exalted him, our job is to level him up. We need to level him up in our priorities. Level him up in our hearts and in our minds. We got to level him up in the home and in your finances. We got to level him up in our day-to-day -day operations. We got to level him up in how we present him to the world. Somebody say, level up, Jesus. You're holding him too low in your life. Holding him too low in your life. We just came out of worship. Worship is exalting him high and bowing yourself low. So let's finish this year. By leveling up Jesus. We're going to level up the Jesus in you. I'm going to level up the Jesus in me. We're going to level up Jesus in this church. And so the Bible says, thank you for them too, amen. The Bible says that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. And we, we say every knee should bow, every tongue confess to Jesus Lord. We skip that middle part. He said every knee in heaven. Every knee on the earth, every knee under the earth. That means at the name of Jesus, the angels bow. At the name of Jesus, human beings bow. At the name of Jesus, those who are already buried in the earth bow. And we know that the demons bow. At the name of Jesus, every tongue should go to confessing. They all are going to have to acknowledge. The Buddhists going to have to acknowledge. The agnostics going to have to acknowledge. The atheists are going to have to acknowledge. The Muslims are going to acknowledge. Everybody going to have to acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord. Lord, Adonai in the Hebrew. He's Lord. Kurios in the Greek. He is the master. He is the one in control. He is the absolute owner. He is the one who has the right to decide. This name has been exalted and empowered. It has immense authority in the universe. In the natural, y'all get this, and in the spiritual realms. Look at this. The most powerful, explosive, able, mighty, miraculous word combination ever put together is a five-letter phrase, is a five-word phrase, at least in English. And only Christians have been given the authority to use it. Y'all get this? Y'all get this? 
It's the most powerful, explosive, able, mighty, miraculous word combination ever put together. And in English, it's a five-letter, five-word phrase in English, and only Christians, this powerful thing, only Christians have been given the authority to use it. This five-word combination is the access code to the release of God's glory in the earth. It will access, it will release, and it will bring into action the essence of God's nature, the radiance of God's splendor, the weight of God's importance, the demonstration of God's power, the atmosphere of God's presence. This five-word phrase can be said by everyone but it cannot be activated by everyone but if you are a believer if you are truly a Christian you and only other people like you have the authority to use this phrase and unlock and release the very floodgates of heaven in the name of Jesus It has the authority. No matter who says it, as long as they believe us. You can say it in Spanish. In el nombre de Jesus. In el nombre de Jesus. You can say it in French. Un nom de Jesus. You can say it in Swahili. Quadina. La Yesu. You can say it in Mandarin. Zing Yesu. Doming Eshum. You can say it in Hebrew. Beshem Yeshua. You can say it in Greek. In To Onomati. Yesu. It don't matter how you say it in. The name of Jesus. But if you, if you were living in Israel at the time that he was born, they would have said, Jesus? Really? Such a common name. Y'all know the name Jesus was not always great. I was reading Max Licato, and he writes, and he, he kind of uh, eisegesis a little bit. He, he, gives, he said he, he can imagine that when Gabriel got the message of what he was supposed to say to Mary and Joseph. Y'all know, we're getting ready for Christmas, right? He said, Gabriel gets the message. This is what I want y'all to say to you to say to Mary and Joseph. He said he probably stared in God and said, Jesus, you're going to call the Savior of the world? God is coming in the flesh, and you're going to call him Jesus? Why not eminence, majesty? Let's name him majesty. Uh, can we name him king? At least name him king. How about truth? Like, you're going to name him Jesus? There's a Jesus on every street. Folk wasn't going to be impressed with Jesus. It's, it's two of them at the job. <laughs> it was 17 in my senior class. We got four of them in the family. Jesus? Yeah. So it, because, because we've been worshiping the name and saying thank you, Jesus, and praise you, Jesus, and love you, Jesus, it, we don't get it. So let, let me help you out a little bit. He shall be great, and his name shall be called. This name that will be elevated above every name. He's going to be great, the Son of God. His name shall be called. Wait for it, wait for it. Leroy. He shall be great, and his name shall be called Ray Ray. 
Tommy saying, thank you, Ray Ray. We exalt you, Ray Ray. We love you, Leroy. All the saints say, Leroy. George. Jose. And his name shall be called, come on, call him that, Jack. That's what that sounded like to him. Jesus was not always a great name. God was sending his son to be a human being, so he gives him a regular human being name. Now, 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 now what, what was, it, it really was an appropriate name for him to have because Jesus means Jehovah is salvation. They just named a bunch of people that. Jehovah is salvation. He's saying, I'm going to take a human everyday name. This is good to me, Kevin. I'm going to take a human everyday name and exalt it above every other name on the earth. In other words, I'm going to level up the name Jesus. I'm going to level it up. And that's exactly what God did. I-T-N-O-J. In the name of Jesus. Now, in the name of Jesus actually means in his authority and consistent with his will, his character, and his nature. You can try to do things with the name of Jesus. But it's a whole different story to do it in the name of Jesus. To do it in the name of Jesus. You can try stuff with the name of Jesus. But he only empowers what is done in the name of Jesus. When you move in his authority, when you're in consistency with his will, when you're consistent with his character, and when you're consistent with his nature. This is how I've explained it to you before. If you steal my credit card and go fill up your tank with gas, you did that with my name. But if I give you my credit card, and tell you to go fill up my tank with gas. Now you've done it in my name. You can't buy some weed in my name. You might can buy it with my name. But you can't buy it in my name because that is not consistent with my character. That's not consistent with my will. You stole it if you did it with my name. But you have authority and power if you do it in my name. Y'all get it? And so when you move in his authority and you are consistent with his will, his character, and his nature, there is power in the name of Jesus. Mark chapter 16, verse 17. Jesus himself says, and these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. There's power in the name. That happens all the time. Demons know Jesus. And they know all of us who have the authority to use his name. Yeah, they do. Because there are some people who tried to use his name, and they said, in the name of Jesus who Paul preaches, come out of them, trying to cast out devils. Well, the demons affirmed who Jesus was, and they affirmed who had the power to use his name. They said, all right, Jesus I know. Paul I know about. Uh, but who are you? Because there's power in the name of Jesus. Jesus said they will speak with new tongues. Now what the Bible calls tongues is the ability to speak a language that you've never learned. Speaking in tongues is an absolute miracle that they experienced then. 
the Holy Spirit fell on them, and in his name, they began to speak languages that they had never learned. It was an experience they had then, and it is a miracle, and it's a miracle that we still have right now. I experience that miracle every day. All y'all that don't want nothing to do with tongues, that's quite maybe why you can doubt so much. Once you've spoken in tongues, you know good and well you did not learn this language, and you don't know where this language is coming from, but you are speaking a whole new language that just came out of nowhere it's a miracle and it's the power of the name of Jesus he said they'll pick up snakes with their hands well that happened too happened to Paul on the island of Malta a snake bit him hung onto his hand he just shook the snake out in the fire and all the people around waiting for him to drop dead because they knew what kind of snake it was and he was like I'm good. And in terms, because there's, there's power in the name of Jesus. He was operating under the authority of the name. And then Jesus says, and when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. That means all forms of ingesting something deadly, that, 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 and that happens too. It, it, I tried to find it in the Bible, though, and I, I couldn't find it. But God said, uh, it happens more than you know. Because of the power of God, because of the name of Jesus, God's people have taken in things that should have killed them. He said, you'd be surprised at how often this particular one happens. That you ingested something, you took in something that should have killed you, but because of the name of Jesus, it didn't have any harm. And it made me think about my husband while he was out there, he was being a backslidden preacher, he was still on the authority uh, of, of the man that of Jesus Christ that he believed in, even though he was in that condition. He's out there and he smokes a piece uh, of crack and he, he got this rock, he called it a piece, so I think that means something to somebody out there and, and he gets this this rock and something wasn't right about it and he smokes this thing and his heart stops his heart did something he felt like he knew he was getting ready to die for whatever was in that rock was getting ready to kill him but because he was still a believer even though he wasn't acting right there right now he he, he had the presence of mind to call on the name of Jesus he said he called on Jesus and he felt his heart come back to regular he had ingested something but because of the power in the name of Jesus even a backslidden preacher was can move under the authority of that name and it did not harm him and he's sitting up here today because there's power in the name of Jesus Jesus said they'll place their hands on sick people and they'll get well. Which brings me to my next point. There's healing in the name of Jesus. I grew up hearing about my grandmother. My grandmother was what y'all would call a faith healer. My grandmother, uh, back in that day, you didn't just get elective surgeries. If you were black, you was just out of luck. You was lucky if you got a surgery that you needed much less an elective surgery. My uncle had tonsillectomy really, really bad, and his, my grandmother laid hands and prayed for him, and he spit out his tonsils. When he went to the military later, they thought he had a tonsillectomy. He did. My mom had epilepsy. I believe that. I say, well, you might believe that story. I believe my mama. My mama wasn't no liar. She had epilepsy. I know because it still runs in the family. She had epilepsy. Her mother found her in the middle of an epileptic fit, laid hands on her. as a, She was around 12 or so at that time, laid hands on her and completely healed her of epilepsy. She never had another seizure in her life. My aunt had a tumor on the brain. They were flying her to San Francisco to get a specialized uh, 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 operation because of where the tumor was. And, and on a, when she got to San Francisco, they did one more x-ray the, the saints had prayed for. They, 
They did one more x-ray so they could pinpoint exactly where that tumor was and got to San Francisco and couldn't find it nowhere. Belle can tell you her grandmother sitting in church in a wheelchair. The doctors told her she would never walk again. And the, the name of Jesus was lifted in that place. And her grandmother walked out, out of that wheelchair and walked for the rest of her life. It's healing in the name. It's happened to me. One of my friends had a bad toothache, couldn't get to the dentist. She was in excruciating pain. And something in me said, if you lay hands on her, that God will heal that thing. I laid hands on her. I don't know why I knew it that day. I believe it was a gift of faith that was operating with me. But I knew if I called on the name of Jesus, that that was going to be healed. And I prayed and it happened. There's healing in the name of Jesus. When we go back to the Bible for that, one day in Acts 3, Peter and John going up to the temple, and, and there was a man who had been lame from birth. He's carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, and, and he was put there every day to beg because they did not have any uh, 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 disability checks. The, the young people asked me last night, why do we not see those kind of miracles and God has gave me I'll tell y'all about it uh, at another time but God gave me the reason why we don't see miracles like we used to but one of them is because we're not desperate enough for a miracle you're not gonna get a whole lot of healing when you got people that's got disability checks don't waste your time trying to lay hands to get healing for somebody to get a check to be sick Tell the truth. Y'all yeah, ain't trying to get healed. Of it. They didn't have no disability check. These people were desperate to be healed. And so he slid at the gate called Beautiful. And, and he, he, Peter and John come up there and he asking them for some money. Peter looked straight at him and he said, man, look at us. He looked at them getting ready to get something he thought. And he said, look, man, silver and gold. Have I none? Oh, but Tiffany, I got a little something, something. I don't have no silver and gold, Daphne, but I got a little something, something in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. They took him by the hand and instantly his feet got strengthened. He's jumping and he's walking and he went to church with him. I'm going to church with you now. He went to church with him and he's praising God and he's walking and jumping and the people saw him and they did. They, they, they saw him and say, that's the same man that was sent. Somebody, is anybody look at you and say, is that the same man? Is anybody that will look at you and say, is that the same woman? They looked at him and said, y'all, that's the same man. They were filled with wonder and amazement, wanting to know what happened to him. Well, Peter was glad to tell him. He said, by faith in the name of Jesus, this man who y'all see and know, he's been made strong. It is in Jesus' name. And the faith that comes through him that has completely healed him. All oh, y'all can see there's power in the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. There's deliverance in the name of Jesus. Deliverance means to be set free. It's a church word, but it simply means to be set free. And you can be delivered from any number of things. Now, remember the name Jesus means Jehovah is salvation. In the Hebrew, Jesus is Yeshua, or Yeshua, which is actually the name Joshua. I told you it was just an everyday name. It was one on every street. And in, in the Greek, is Jesus. Well, Yeshua, Yeshua, it comes from the word Yasha, which means saved. The original word Yasha, which means saved, Yasha, which means saved, really originally meant to make space. It means from being in a confined space <laughs> to being in a larger free space that I was confined by this thing, but now I've been freed or saved 
from this thing. And so Jehovah is salvation. Jesus at the root actually can mean space. I was confined and I said, Jesus. 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 <laughs> it's deliverance. Well, let me go tell me. Acts 16. Verse 16. Luke is writing here and he's saying that they were going to this place of prayer. Him, Paul, Silas, and some folk, and they were met by this female slave and she had a spirit so she could predict the future all psychics do is one demon talks to the other demon and then they tell you what that demon said and you think they done did something that's somebody that just talks to demons and the demon been with you all day so they know that you saw a man that morning that told you you was cute so when that when that psychic come to you then they look at you and that demon that's with you tells the demon that's with them she saw a man this morning call her cute so then that demon tells that to the psychic and the psychic look at you and said you saw a man this morning and he said you were cute and now you think something that happened real deep ain't nothing but demons talking to each other baby but You'll pay them $500 because they told you that you saw a man this morning said you was cute. And then tell you you're going to marry the man and then you give him $600. So she was earning a great deal of money for her owners. So she following Paul because, you know, the devil trying to get in on stuff. She following Paul and them and he's saying, these men are the servants of the most high God who are telling you the way to be saved. These men are the servants of the most high God. They're telling you how to be saved. These men, hey, y'all, look at these men. You know, the devil want to make sure that he know that everybody know that this girl is still right. So the devil sometimes, when he in the presence of God, it make him tell the truth even when he ain't trying to tell the truth. But anyway, for whatever reason, she's following them all around until it got on Paul's nerves. Because she ain't testifying. She's just distracting. So Paul finally looked at this girl and said to that spirit, in the name of of Jesus Christ, I command you, come out of her. At that moment, that demon had to leave. Then the owners got mad because now their money making is gone. So they take Paul and Silas to the popo. They take them to the police. And then the police took them to court. And the court, they lied on them in court. And the crowd joined in because now they're messing up folks' money. And they ordered them to be stripped and beaten. And they flogged them. And they were thrown in the prison. And then watch this. The jailer was commanded to to guard them carefully. The Bible says when he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their seats in the stocks, the inner cell, not this one. And then they got one behind that one. And then they got one down in the dungeon, the inner cell, all the way down there. In, in what they call that, confinement, solitary confinement. They, they put them all the way down. We couldn't nobody get to them. They ain't had nothing else to do, so around about midnight, Paul and Silas, they praying and they singing hymns to God. They having church down there in prison. Anybody had church in prison? They, they had church down there in, in prison. And the other prisoners, they ain't had nothing to do either, so they listening to Paul and Silas and them having church down there in the prison. And suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundation of the prison was shaken, and all the prison doors flew open, and everybody's chains came loose. Well, Pastor, what does that have to do with the name of Jesus? I did steal this from Steve Furtick, so I'll give you credit. Uh, what does that have to do with the name of Jesus? Well, see, the jailer, Tiffany, the jailer made a mistake. Let me look at the scripture. The jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell. Anybody see the mistake? Anybody see the mistake he made? Anybody see the mistake the jailer made? What was it? He put them in the same cell. What that got to do with the name of Jesus, Pastor? Matthew 18, 19, and 20. Again, truly I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. Where two 
same cell. They were there together and they were both under the authority and in the character and in the nature of that name. They got to leveling up Jesus in that cell. So he showed up in the cell with them and that cell couldn't hold the release of the power of his name. So the foundations got to shaking and the prison doors busted open and everybody's chains were loosed. Well, I need some deliverance. Anybody else need some deliverance? This thing is good to me. <laughs> then I just need another believer that's in the same cell with me. I, I just need somebody <laughs> that's in the same cell with me. So if you're struggling with discipline in regards to your health, anybody struggling with discipline in regards to your health, this is me and you in the same cell. Anybody ever deal with doubt that's been caused by disappointment? Then we're in the same cell. If you ever deal with depression, anybody ever deal with depression and that negative thinking that comes from depression, who? Well, honey, it means we're in the same cell. If you have a vision or a promise and you're still waiting on it to happen and the devil keeps fighting you for your promise, then my brother and sister, we're in the same cell. See, the devil should have never let us get together in the name of Jesus and we're in the same situation. I dare you to find a believing Christian who names the name of Jesus and the enemy is trying to keep them in the same cell that he's trying to keep you in. I dare you. He made a mistake to let me find somebody with my same issue. He made a mistake when I found somebody with my same fight. He made a mistake when he found, I found somebody with the same faith in in the name of Jesus. So right now, prison doors are being shaken. Doors are about to pop open. Everybody's chains are being loose because there is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. I hear the chains falling. I hear the chains falling. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is healing in the name of Jesus. There's deliverance in the name of Jesus. There's salvation in the name of Jesus. Acts 4 and 12. And there is salvation in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. John 14 and 13. Whatever you ask in my name, this I will do that the Father may be glorified. Luke 10, 72. The, 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 the 72 return with joy saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. Romans 10 and 13. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. 1 Corinthians 6 and 11. But you were washed. You were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus. Acts 2.38 Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus. Acts 3 and 6 I have silver and gold. Have I none? But what I have I give to you in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. Acts 4 and 30 Stretch out your hand to heal and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant Jesus. John 14 14. If you ask me anything in my name I'm going to do it. Matthew 18 20 where two or three are gathered in my name I'll be in the midst of them. If you need the power of God to do something if you need healing if you need deliverance it's in 
the name of Jesus. Just find somebody that's in the same cell. Find somebody that's in the same situation. Find somebody that's in the same place as you and call on the name of Jesus. First thing we're going to do, though, is take advantage of the fact that there's salvation in the name. If you need to accept Jesus, if you're listening by live stream, you may not hear this word till Friday, but you can receive Jesus right now. If you're in this place and you want to be able to have the authority to use the name of Jesus, all you got to do is be a believer and confess that. Pray this prayer with me all over the building. Lord Jesus, I believe in you. Come into my heart and save me. Forgive me for everything I've done wrong. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Baby, come here. What's that, baby? Come here. What's your name? Kiani? Kiani, how old are you? Seven. You know how old I was when I said that prayer? I was eight. And I've been saved ever since. I could hear you all the way up here saying that prayer. You are saved, Kiani. Father, in the name of Jesus, seal her salvation just like you did mine. Until the day of redemption, a child saved is a soul saved, plus a life. And I thank you for her salvation. Seal it now. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. We got any children ministry folk in here? All right. She's going to tell you all about salvation. Amen, amen. God bless you, sweetheart. And anyone else? They actually have a book for our children when they get saved. But I got a book for the grown-ups when y'all get saved. And explains to you what your next steps will be. Anybody in the audience prayed that prayer for the first time? Or you rededicated your life to God today? Anybody? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Everybody in here was already saved? Or that you just don't want to be? You ain't ready. Okay, we have one here. Amen, amen. Sister Sheila is coming, amen, to get that information and get that book for you. Amen. God bless you. They're coming right here. Amen. God bless you, woman of God. You've been hanging with us. I'm looking for God to do great things in your life. If you prayed that prayer and you are uh, looking on video, put it in the comment section. We want to give you that book. We want to get that book to you. We'll get back to you. If you want to join our church, go to newantioch.org. And go to that connect button. Get in one of our Bible studies. Get into uh, our prayer. Uh, get that book. We would love to be your church family. I would love to be your pastor. Now, the Bible says, any two. Today, I'm going to ask uh, Pastor Tiffany, I want you to come stand here. Pastor Kevin, come stand over here next to Pastor Tiffany. Amen. Uh, Pastor Erica could come. Uh, Minister Sheila, I know you're working today, communion, but I need you to come. Amen. Minister Fuentes, come. Minister Tiffany, uh, Minister Chantel, Minister Valerie. Amen. Minister Terry. Pastor Sylvester. Amen. Now I'm going to get in y'all business because we need to know what sell you. As a matter of fact, um, Randy and Erica, we need to touch and agree on something. We've done everything but that. To touch 
and agree and declare in the name of Jesus. We haven't done that as a family yet. Oh, so, so y'all don't go nowhere. We, we, we got some stuff we got to take care of. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to put y'all on blast, as y'all say. If there's a cell, if there's an issue that you're in right now, what we need is for y'all to pray so, somebody that's in your same cell so that he'll be in the midst and both of us going to get that deliverance today. So wherever you are right now, uh, for me, that one, I'm having trouble with this discipline and concerning my health. That's the cell the devil trying to put me in. So I just need somebody that say, you know, Pastor, me and you in the same cell. We finna blow this thing up. Paul decided was in the same cell, but they was in there in the name of Jesus. So if you were to say something like that, if y'all get it, get it in your mind, what would it be for you? That was spirit of arrogance. That's, that's good and honest. Amen. And self-control. What about you, Pastor? Lack of discipline when it comes to health. What would you say? Depression and anxiety. All right, you get somebody saying that. What would you say? Being free from the past. Getting free from the past. What would you say? Complete illness. Dealing with illness. Trusting God for you. All right. Finance. Finance right here. Woo, I want to bust that one up for real. Balance, finding balance in your life. But to do it again, because we got a lot of people because we need to be in this cell. Health and finance. Health and depression. So we find somebody. That said, look, I'm in the same cell. I'm in the same cell with you, but we're in the name of Jesus, and we're going to pray each other on our body in this cell. We're going to lift up, devil up Jesus in this cell. So I'm going to give you a few minutes. Now, you don't come up here. You might find somebody out there that's in the same cell as you. Y'all might be married, and you understand, honey, we've been in the same cell in this house. And let's just take a little time to pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There is power in the name. Amen. Let's prepare for our communion celebration today. As they continue to finish up prayer. The rest of us, let's prepare for our communion celebration. Don't leave here. This is the reason that we came. To celebrate what happened. This is how... He got that name elevated and exalted above every name. And we're going to celebrate that right now. The blood that Jesus shed for me.
Oh, hallelujah. That's our service today. What a mighty, mighty move of God today. You all have faith in the name of Jesus. Anybody believe their chains have been broken? Anybody believe they've been set free? Amen. Amen. We have some new members that have graduated from their new members class. We want to welcome them to the new Antioch family officially. We have Lee Willis. In recognition of becoming a new member at New Antioch Christian Fellowship Central is uh, Lee Willis here today. Amen. We have uh, Kayla Tula. Sister Kayla. All right, Sister Kayla. We have Nakia Sanders. Amen. You all, welcome home. Welcome home. We are so excited for our new members. Y'all get busy. Get to know them. Love on them. Shakita Sanders. God bless you, woman of God. Amen. Cynthia Miles. Amen. God bless you, Sister Cynthia. We've been enjoying her daughters for years. And now it's good to have you with us. Karina McCullough. Come on, Sister Karina. Amen. I love it. New members that still come to church on Sunday. Sylvia Jones. Come on, Sylvia Jones. Amen. This mighty woman of God, you all watch out. We have Jubal Jones. Amen, amen, man of God. We have Demarcus Johnson. All right, Demarcus, God bless you. So excited to have you. Welcome home, welcome home. We have Cassandra Drum. Amen. God bless you, Cassandra. I tell you, New Antioch is growing. Y'all look at this. Give me some celebration in the room. We have Shoshone Brown. Amen. Amen. All of them here today. Perfect attendance. Amen. Welcome home. Excited to have you. Get them in those community groups. Just get them to work. Amen. God bless you and welcome to the family of New Antioch. On tonight at 6 p.m., we have our Fellowship of Independent Churches and Ministries. We are the main church. We have 13 churches that are in our fellowship. They'll all be here tonight. I need to see you tonight. We have, you can bring the children. Uh, Minister Jamila is going to be working with the children. Amber and Keith are going to work with the youth and the young adults. Uh, we have an MFT, um, um, Monica Barnes, is a marriage and family therapist. She's going to deal with the adults, train the adults on how to deal with people God's way. And then all of the pastors and assistant pastors are going to be with me. I want to present the a program. So that's at 6 p.m. here at our church. Our praise and worship team will be ministering. Pastor Didi and Pastor Anthony are going to be bringing the word tonight. Service starts at 7. Training starts at 6. Service starts at 7. That is tonight. I need you all in the building. Those of you that are listening, come on out. We're going to have a great time in God tonight. It's our last fellowship for the year. It is also prayer week. Prayer week for those of you that are new members every Tuesday, Wednesday, and the first Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of every month is prayer week. We are a praying church. 
So we'll be doing the Daniel's Fast again this week. That's fruits, vegetables, and whole grains for three days. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Tuesday night will be at uh, Aliante Campus, and Wednesday and Thursday night are going to be here uh, at Central Campus. And this week, we got our generals that are going to be ministering this week, pulling on when Jesus went into prayer. And so Pastor Sharonda and Pastor Tiffany are going to be our speakers this week. Y'all don't want to miss them. In the name of Jesus, you don't want to miss that. Um, We've already prayed for Mother Bass, and those of you that are, you heard me pray for them, pray for all of them, and we're looking for God to do the healing. Um, all the gifts for Angel Tree are due December 10th, so next Sunday, we need all of the gifts to be brought. Family gifts can be purchased. Um, if you did not get in on it, you can purchase a family gift, which is going to be a tin of popcorn, a board game, and some movie candy. Just see them and say, I'd like to give a family a family gift. She said, thank you. We're on track to provide Christmas for 46 families with a total of 100, 115 kids that we are making Christmas work for this year for families of children who uh, families of their parents are incarcerated and so we are, uh, we give at New Antioch. Speaking of we give, put, if you would put the giving uh, back up, uh, you can text give, those of you who weren't able to give today. We are in a deficit. Uh, for some reason, giving has really, really dropped. We're pulling out of our, our savings account. We need you all to get back on top of your giving. Worship in giving. So you can cash app New A Central. Uh, or um, text New Antioch Central at 77977, or you can still uh, give cash. Just put it in an envelope, raise your hand, and they'll bring you an envelope, and you can give that on the way out. Or the debit card is also available. Don't miss your opportunity to give. Don't you dare just spend all your money on Christmas and not remember the house of God. I love the house of God. I love the house of God so much, I think I'm going to give the first thousand dollars to the vision um uh, there's a deficit at at uh, our other church as well uh my book is out it's called the enoch experience some of you have gotten you saw the first 90 we did it in our community groups but this is 158 uh devotions if you do two to three a week you'll get through it a year and you will have a more intimate close relationship with god if you go through this book the book is uh, uh, typically it's going to be $25, but some people said they would, and I'm going to do a book signing. Um, I'm going to do the workshop, the Enoch Experience, How to Walk with God, and then uh, do book signing after that at the beginning of the year. But some people said they felt like it would be a good Christmas present. So I'm going to put it on sale. I know. <laughs> For if you buy it now, and I can sign it whenever. You can come to the, the book signing and get it signed. Come to the workshop, and I can sign it then because I, I, I have to greet folks now. Um, but uh, my staff will be outside. Today, you can get it for $20. And uh, uh, now, if you want to give me 25 feel free <laughs> because I'm, I'm giving the first fruits back to the kingdom anyway. Um, it does make a great Christmas present. Buy more than one. Um, but you can get it for $20 today only if you give them cash. I don't, we don't have the rest of it set up, but cash, or you can cash at me directly. We're going to trust you at dollar sign Naida Parson. <laughs> My folk, they keep me straight, y'all. I'd give away the world if they didn't, keep, they didn't hold on to me. Um, cash at Naida Parson um, or Zell. At my phone number, most of you guys have my phone number. They can give that to you. So you can Zelle, Cash App, or give them $20. If you need to use your card, you're going to have to wait till I give my staff. I didn't, I didn't tell them I was doing this today, so they're both rolling their eyes at me. Uh, but they'll be out there <laughs> uh, to... Uh, <laughs> Amen. We are, we are standing. Amen. Come on, send us home. I'll see y'all tonight at 6 p.m. I need you guys in the building. It's going to be a great time in the Lord.
Well, give the pastor a hand for that word. What Was that a word? Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Dear Holy and Heavenly Father, Father, we just come to you right now saying thank you. Thank you for your word, Father. Thank you for the little one that's been saved this morning, Father. We thank you, Father. Not only do you seal a salvation, Father, just like you did the pastor, Father, but bless the young woman of God, Father. Father, we ask right now that you seal that word in our heart, Father. Father, let us live and breathe on the name of Jesus, Father. Father, we ask that you just get us to our place safe, Father, and we ask these things in your son's name, Jesus. Amen. 